BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Can't not bring it up, cause Kama is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to Oh me. my God! Kama Jackie, is my boyfriend. Yeah, I didn't know you were doing Kama this. Kama is a god, and Kama is a breeze in my hair on the weekends. Kama's a relaxing thought. Okay, I won't continue. I didn't include it. I didn't include it in the links. Didn't include for this it. week's page seven. I didn't include it. I did that on purpose because I was like, oh, we can't. Do you I know, know MJ? We hear you. you know, we hear the people. Do you know the reference? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't live under a rock, Holden. Good Lord. <laughs> I of course think I you know. were a reptile or whatever, but I guess you don't I, live I mean, in rock. many ways, I live under many rocks, but of course, <laughs> you cannot be on the internet without seeing her singing the... He's, he's a guy on the Chiefs or whatever, and then running into his arms. And she runs up to him and she, she kisses him. She kisses him. I, I'm I, sorry, we must. Like, I'm trying to not talk about her. I need you to know this. Hear, I hear I know, your cries. The people are I mad. Just, but, but also, I, I will say, you know what? I'm going to say it. I get just as many emails defending what we talk about. Yeah. Versus, I, so I, I'll throw that out there. Yeah. So I know that we've got some some Swiftinis out there. This is I very divisive. Someone Swiftie. also wrote in and just wrote Rubik's Cube talk greater than symbol. I saw that email and then nothing else. I was like, wow. Yeah, I didn't respond. I just felt all sorts of weird about it. I didn't know my whole world. Yeah, your whole world was mixed up. How do you feel now? Do you want to talk? Do you need to process this? I mean, I'm still solving that fucking cube like it's nobody's business. You know what I mean? But I'm making it everybody's business. That's right. It's cube talk. Oh no. I mean, I feel like right now I'm feeling a lot more confident for, uh, for about solving for White Cross. But I still feel like my end game Don't is say this lying. to people that don't understand cube talk because <laughs> that is something that we solving I'm, for white the cross. The white cross, yeah. Like, we're gonna want to yeah, stop talking about white crosses for sure. I did not even <laughs> catch that. Good catch, Jackie. What is this American Some of those history? Who solve Rubik's cubes <laughs> are the same that burn crosses. Just, this no. is what you people told us to stop talking about Taylor Swift, and now we're talking about white crosses. Okay, so look what happened. All right. Uh, no, but it was so sweet. If you, you don't know, then yes, you do live under a rock. But also, yeah, she changed the lyrics from Karma's the guy in the screen coming home to me to Karma's the guy in the Chiefs coming home to me because uh, originally she was with an actor. So he was the guy in the screen, Joe Alwyn. And, uh, uh, and uh, oh, Travis Kelsey is the guy on the football team, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. which okay, everybody loves. That, okay, so I do the think the mascot of that. The, it was very sweet. He was there with, the, with her dad, and that was very sweet. And the hug and kiss was very sweet. But just as a. A thought experiment. If you Ooh, were dating okay. a singer-songwriter and they took a line from a song that they had written about another person that they had loved, 
and, and replaced then changed it? it with you. That's I mean, the hottest gesture ever. What are you kidding? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I'm just saying, My, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't you have a little jealous flair? Like uh, this song was written for Joe Alwood and now you're singing I've it I've got to an me. even, this is why this is such a great move. I, you know, I talked to, I, I have this, uh, fr- this couple that I'm friends with and I love what the wife did. She said, take me to all of the places that your exes went with you on like vacations and we're going to erase those memories and make better new memories in all of those places. Oh, and that's what they that did. Is so, so any place you went to. Her. Yes, Are you thinking about erase me? Her. Are you thinking about me? Erase, erase the past, replace the past. And that's what she kept saying over and over and over again. It's I love much. that move. It's so hot. Embrace the fact that you had, you were with someone before. Totally. I, and erase the fact that I you were with someone before. <laughs> I do. I embrace it. Bring this up. Do you not think that this was all planned? Sure, I mean, probably, he I must know. have known about it. I'm sure Did you that the- it was known that, like, watch me, follow me after I get off stage, right? Like, something. Did you see the reaction live of him? Like, yes. That seemed pretty real. It seemed like he seemed like he was. Oh, Jackie's making surprised. a Jackie's making a big old making eye roll face. Interesting, Jack. Oh, it's all puppeteers. What are you queuing on? Ma- oh, no, I'm just <laughs> a gayer. Gayer's got a gay, 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 gay. All right, <laughs> and I'm over here just thinking that this is all. It could just all be PR. I'm just saying. I think. I think that what I could tell in terms of the internet, um, what the internet thinks is that it may have started as PR, but this. But it's is, gotten. Is, I know. I'm just blow. trying to be. I'm just trying to be a devil on your shoulder. You got it. No, no, we need a devil. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you're but that right. this that this was the first kind of display of their love that seemed more um, like truly like than, than just a that just a PR um, you know kind of carefully crafted. But yeah, I think she's having fun, and I think. I do also think, I think that they can both be true, right? Like, I think it was. Yeah, I think it's a good for her. Yeah, it's a good for her. It was a carefully crafted move, and she was like, everyone's going to love this, but also, I think I like him. You know, that type of thing. Also, right. it's really cute, their little relationship, the uh, Travis with his brother. Uh-huh. I don't remember his brother's name. The other footballist. Yeah. Uh-huh. The other, uh, even, I dare say, cuter footballist. Well, he is more your type. He's chunk. He's a little chunkier. He's, he's kind of a little. Big, oh, he's a big, he's a little more, brawn. Yeah, he's a brawn. Yeah, kinda, yeah, he's a Wait, bone broth of a man. Yeah. yeah, he's just Kelsey. sucking on it. Yeah, I just give him the Brother. marrow inside of the bone. He goes, "Thank you." He goes, eh. yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, Don't you would get you, me a horny. You do that to my you pussy. better put that away." <laughs> this is totally ja- if you if you want to know Jackie's exact type, <laughs> Google Jason Kelsey because of course you like him more. He's a mountain man covered in a beard. Yes. Yes. 100%. He looks like Jeff. I mean, he really does. He looks does. like Jeff. Like, yes. He totally does. <laughs> and he's and he seems like really loves his wife and loves his baby girls. Yep. And it's very, very cute. Very cute. So just saying, just throwing it out there. But, oh, you and know, they look like him. Oh! I know they're cute. <laughs> oh, my God. He was, oh, it was just his birthday. Happy, just almost your birthday, November 5th, 1987. Good year. Good That's year. That's what I say. It's a good year. good year. Man, they love that joke every time I say that joke at the grocery store. Every time I'm like, oh, so that'll be 1794. I go, good year. Oh. And they love it every time. Am I 89? <laughs> no, you when did I, when, What am I going to give you a, a, a Werther's too? <laughs> well, you are- You should be so lucky. 
you are 89 in in many ways, but also you are are you are you going to announce your new fashion choices or are you going to wait no, for the new not year? Yet. Oh, okay. No, All right. I, I take year. it back. No. MJ, we are still in Thanksgiving territory. I know. Here. I uh, I All almost right. sent you a picture of my children in their adorable Christmas jammies yesterday to shame you How for not you? letting them celebrate Christmas you? this early. No. I know. No, I'm you- it sounds like you're trying to save Christmas, which, yes, definitely <laughs> hang out with us next week because we are going to be putting out a watch along of saving Christmas because it'll be it'll it's going to come out on Thanksgiving Day. So it'll be perfect. And this is Kirk it's Cameron's. Not premature. It's premature for yeah. us. Yes. But it won't be premature for you guys. And by the way, this is definitely not a movie to actually watch. Just listen to the commentary. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to give yeah, them the views. It seems really bad. <laughs> but it is a Kirk Cameron no, at least it's vehicle. free. Yeah, and at least it's free on Amazon yeah. Prime. So there's there's that. Yeah, but well, the, the data know, analysis at Amazon are going to be like a bizarre spike in Kirk Cameron's <laughs> Saving Christmas. Saving Christmas Nobody from has watched 2014. It since well, 2014. these gosh dang wokers mm-hmm. are coming out here and messing with our holiday. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, what happened yeah. to reindeer and Are you candy talking canes? about, are we talking about? We Christmas can't right now? Like, I just, shush. I'm, I literally am going to go tomorrow morning and buy my first turkey, which I haven't done yet. I'm behind schedule. I can't believe you haven't made a turkey yet. I, dude, Your mom. they didn't go on sale. And then, like, my mom was in town. It was just like, there was just a lot. I did make nine pounds of lamb over the weekend. Oh. But I haven't made a turkey. So um, I'm going to start. You know what it was? They didn't have any. Oh, <laughs> Think about this. They didn't have any frozen turkeys, so I was going to get one and have it thaw out over the next like three days or so, but they only had fresh turkeys, so I couldn't buy it yesterday. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I was trying to plan ahead. You are 89. Or can you tell I've been hanging out with my mom? <laughs> uh-huh. How can you tell? Oh, my God. <laughs> We're talking about turkeys. It was very nice, though, having your mom in town. It was fun to watch you guys be kids with a parent in town, too. They just, you change when you have your mom in town. You're a different, uh, it's a different breed. It's a different, man. you become a different, but you got, you guys aren't, uh, uh re, you know, regressing like I No, did. we had a blast. Had a we time. actually, like, we had a blast. My mom was on vacay mode. It was like, all right, let's do it, Linda. Yeah. We went everywhere. We were all <laughs> over the place. We're up in Malibu. We took her to the Hollywood Star Walk. Fame, we did everything. It's so funny is my mom comes to town. It's like I don't want to do any of those things. But she, no, she wanted to do a fun thing. We went to the Academy Museum. Uh, but yeah, it's very. But she like, was here for two weeks. <laughs> we boy, went to, was we she. did. See, this is the difference: is that my mom is like you wonder why Henry and I are such frenetic people because my mom has had us going every second of the day yeah. since the age of. I think that we've been busy. I've never not been busy. And my mom is exactly, my mom is in, my mom just started, I think I talked about this, my mom just started line dancing. She's doing all this, like she is like still like reinventing herself at every turn. It's fucking awesome. Okay, so question, because I know that you are not going home for the holidays this year, but I know you usually do and we always talk a lot about it and I always kind of picture it like a, a, a Hallmark Christmas movie style, but like with a lot more crying. And mm. so I'm just wondering like, what if you are like, is there 
what I feel like going home for the holidays would my favorite part of it when I was still my parents live in the same city as me now. So I don't like get to like go home for the holidays, but it was such a time of like leisure. You know, it's like you're wearing your Christmas jams and you're watching Die Hard and you're eating a cheese plate. And like, does your family relax? No, no, <laughs> yeah, no none don't. of us know how to relax. And all of us get angry when we relax. Uh-huh. And like, especially if we're relaxing in front of other people. So it's yes. like, I'm not relaxing. No, I'm doing things. Yes. No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm busier than you are. And so it's a lot of that of like, no, I've got to get these things done. Mm. Um, so I think, and the, so the holidays just kind of, it's not usually that intense, but I think the holidays just add too much pressure. Mm. And I think we're all very, like I said, I like the word frenetic. I think it's a little bit more positive than other words that I could use. <laughs> and um, so I think it's just too much pressure for mm. Christmas to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like pre-Winnie, it was leisurely for me. Right. And then post-Winnie, it's this other thing yeah. that I don't know. It's exhausting. Yeah. It just is a constant. Oh, yeah. The leisure is gone. The leisure is gone forever. The leisure. The leisure. No, no, no. It's Muppet Christmas. Oh, oh yeah. The leisure is gone. The leisure is gone. Which we do need to figure out what night and prepare yourselves because we are going to be watching Muppet Christmas Carol Of course, there's always the Muppet Christmas Carol. I leave on the 20th, so it'll have to be before. It's going to be before the 20th. We will uh, put that out there. We've got to watch Muppet Christmas together. We have to every year or else it's just not the holiday season. But again, get it. I am still I'm still over here like trying to figure out like what new recipe I'm going to make with my turkey this year. Yeah, me too. And I. I'm all over the place, man. I've I've been looking at some ooh ooh some little ooh recipes, and I gotta say they got butter in them. I don't know what to bring this year because I usually do my mac and cheese that I feel is is superior to other macaroni and cheeses. Ooh. But La- Lexi reminded me last year I showed up with mac and cheese and there were four other macaroni mac and, cheeses. and cheeses, yeah. and so I do not want to do that. You this guys year. need a sign up, year. don't you have a sign up sheet? I, we're gonna be have to be better organized. I think it's gonna be a smaller affair this year, at least, so that'll help with that. But yeah, we, I think it just got a little. I think someone did say they were doing macaroni and cheese, but I was like, but I always do macaroni and cheese, so I still just did it. Uh-huh. Whereas this year, maybe I'll just hey segues into a non celebrity story, but maybe I'll just bring that can of cranberry sauce. Wow, we're not even gonna get to another celebrity <laughs> story. But I mean, you're, you're talking my language. Yeah, let's yeah, talk, we about, talk about let's, cranberries. Let's we talk gotta about talk about, we'll talk about more pop culture stuff that Dewey, has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. A, this is pop culture, all right? <laughs> this is a Thanksgiving. I need to be on Team Thanksgiving. That's the team that I'm on, yes. first and foremost. Yes. Well, I mean, let's be real. First and foremost, I'm Team Hot Dog. But you got to transition, all right? We've got to, there's times to everything. Dun, 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 dun. The love yes. is gone. Oh my God. <laughs> The, the love, love is dead and killed and inside a We're casket. We're not allowed to sing it yet. The love is killed and dead. No, you, need, you are the counter. This is pop culture in the sense that you are carving out your role as the Mariah Carey of Thanksgiving. And so Thank it you. is inherently pop culture for us to spend this episode in part talking about the Cranberries. So use not the band. But a great band. Oh my life. <laughs> it's changing every possible day. day. 
every possible way. Oh my God, we're in You've Got Mail. Yeah. Oh, You've Got Mail is good. It's on the You've Got Mail soundtrack, which I definitely listened to a lot. For sure. In the past. That, oh, I love the cranberries. No, we're talking about canned cranberry sauce versus homemade cranberry sauce. We got data. Because there's... Food and Wine put out, this single dish can make or break Thanksgiving for the majority of people, according to a new report. So we got data. Oh, my God. 83% (laughs) of respondents said that they, quote, believe it's not even Thanksgiving without cranberry sauce. And I got to say, I live with one of these people. He is team cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. I'm also, I am 100%. It is the only time of year that I eat cranberry sauces in the month of November and sometimes the very beginning of December. Even crazier, I don't really eat it and it's not Thanksgiving if there's no cranberry sauce. Right? Yeah. But you don't eat, you just so need you to look at it. never get cranberry sauce. I'll take a little nibble of it maybe or something. You I don't, don't like it mixed with like a bite of like mashed potatoes I'm gonna, and I'll turkey tell you what, this is like, making me want to go harder on cranberry sauce, though I will say I am team canned. Team canned. Personally. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I will say this. Making it homemade is definitely a better cranberry sauce. It's also but for Thanksgiving, I'm easy so easy. But here's the thing is that it's very easy to fuck up. Oh. So this is why I also liked canned cranberry sauce. If I were to choose, unless I was making it or someone that knows how to make it is making it, because it is very easy for it to either be too sugary or too tart. And you got to really like taste it. And also as it settles, it kind of gets, I feel like more tart as That's, it settles. Can I tell you my secret? Please. <laughs> you put booze in it. And... Oh, what kind you of know, booze? You know, like a port, like a sweet, oh. or like a, a sweet liqueur. And I do oh. put a bunch of weed in mine. Yeah, I, just, I don't even do it. Well, like, obviously. I don't even <laughs> yeah. do, the, 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 do it the right way. I just throw weed into it. It doesn't even work. Just right on top, it. just like kind yeah. of char it on top. Yeah, no, but you put booze in it, <laughs> and then it becomes like, it's always like, ooh, I get to start the cranberry sauce because it's a little one for you, one for me, you know? And then you get to start oh. drinking port at 10 a.m. I mean, you guys don't need this because you already start your Thanksgiving Day drunk because you watch the <laughs> Macy's parade. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators. Ho, we are going to be going at 5.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 a.m. <sighs> Eastern Standard Time on Thanksgiving morning. Yep. Thanks for the plug, MJ. Are you one of those people who wakes up at, if you weren't, <laughs> doing the live stream would you wake up at 5 30 a.m to start the turkey fuck no, no are don't. you kidding me i am firmly of you know this is something we were this is another thing we were discussing with our mother 
I think it's very interesting that like for us growing up, we always ate Thanksgiving dinner at like one thirty. Yeah. 2 p.m. And I think when you have people all day coming in and out and then like the turkey's already made. So if people are coming in, you could just grab of like that's how our house always was. Right. But now we do Thanksgiving where it's more like, no, everyone comes over at like four. four. Yeah. And starts eating appies and then dinner is starts at like 530. You know what I mean? And so you don't have to get up that early yeah. anymore. But my mom still, she gets up early. She gets, she does the whole thing. Like, and there's something about that that I kind of miss. Like, uh-huh. I got, I'm like, I get it now that like there's something beautiful about like, gotta get up at 5 a.m., get my hands inside of that bird. Pioneer you know, woman. Totally. Yeah, yes, you feel like yes. Pioneer, it's yeah, very you... pioneer woman. Yes. It's the most domestic I ever, like, I never feel good at domestic stuff ever, but like, I'm there sorry, been... MJ. How do we work on that for you if you want Oh, that? you know, I, I, I'm, I, I like doing domestic stuff. I just never feel like a master of it, you know? Like is it my because house you is always try to domesticate you? Yeah, I'm sorry. You'll I'm be forced sorry. to have it. I'm There's sorry. no way out of it. You have but to some do years, it. <laughs> you can't say no. <laughs> no. no. But some years, some years I get my shit together and in past years when we have a Friendsgiving, you save that fucking turkey carcass, you throw it in the slow cooker the night before Thanksgiving so you're making your own turkey broth and then you wake up on Thanksgiving morning and your house already smells like turkey. Yeah. And it, that is such a That's fucking great. cozy ass feeling. Whoa. Highly recommend. Whoa. Yeah, and I and a lot of people ask me, do you spatchcock? You know what? Surprisingly, as much as I adore the word, I'm not a spatchcocker. <laughs> I have spatchcocked in the past. Don't you worry. I've had my day or two in the sun. But uh, not not anymore, though. I, I feel like I always means. kind of fuck it up. Don't know what it means. Don't know what it. I was gonna make a Hitchcock joke, and then I was like, "That's what a sixty-seven-year-old man." Would well, do. With it, I, I mean, we've been stuff. talking about Thanksgiving for many minutes, so this I think that this true. is this is definitely not this is not a young person's game. <laughs> I'm not a butcher, you know. Don't make me like break bones. I'm not. Why? Interested. It's honestly it is because that's the whole thing. So that's it's like yeah, it's cutting great. through the bone oh, and you like splay it. out these. So it it helps it cook much more evenly. We yeah. did uh, Cornish hens for. For um, Thanksgiving, the sad Thanksgiving, COVID Thanksgiving, where we were just, it was, oh, sad Thanksgiving. It was just Lexi and I, so uh-huh. we were like, we're not going to do a whole turkey. So we did these Cornish hens. They were delicious. But yeah, I definitely had to crack through some fucking bones and it felt good. I felt the lust for the kill. You Man, know what I mean? Doing a Cornish hen, it's like, I, I've, I feel like you need to be in like a listening to chamber music, you know, dressed yeah, like a person from the 1400s. Fully around the neck ruffle thing. Yeah, I was wearing one exactly. of those. Cock fully out of my pants, but limp and flaccid. Oh, you bringing up Lucky's? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What happens to Lucky stays in Lucky's, uh, Jackie, please. Not that day. Right now. Not that day. Oh, my goodness. Man, so what, if before we head out of my favorite land, which is Thanksgiving Town, um, we I need to talk about Martha Stewart's farm guest house that you can stay at for a pre-Thanksgiving stay. Martha Stewart's talk Thanksgiving- about domestic goddess, you know. Oh my god, you know I. That's why I apologize that I said MJ. How do we change this for you? Just because, like, <laughs> I love I love nest. Like, I'm a, I'm a big fat pigeon. 
And this bitch <laughs> loves to nest. I nest, I nest, I nest. And I think it's because of my empty womb. But we're not going to think about that. I just nest and I nest and I nest. And so that's why I make a turkey for two people multiple times before Thanksgiving. I, no, totally. This getaway, though, it is for exactly one night. Check out the next days between 11 and 12, and it is the most regimented, exhausting-sounding, oh, yeah. one-day getaway yeah. uh, I've ever seen. It's, she's but, I mean, it'll be work. amazing. There's, like, really, like, good meals. It is just funny. There's a lot of rules. There's a lot of... <laughs> it's a lot of... Yeah, it's oh, the opposite yeah. of Outback Steakhouse. There's a bunch All of rules. rules <laughs> and you're not going to do it right. <laughs> you're not going to do it right. <laughs> but you do get to enjoy some fancy meals. Chicken starts at 10 a.m. Yes. Stops include Stewart's Instagram famous <laughs> chicken coop. Home to more than 200 chickens. Hard-boiled eggs are among the snacks. She often takes along on flights, according to Stewart, which also... Ugh. Girl, don't do that. You're bringing hard-boiled eggs on the plane plane with you? Think about the other people around you. She must. But also, though, when was the last time Martha Stewart flew commercial? Right. I know. I know. This is, and I know we're going to talk about Alec Baldwin later, but also, he's like, you can't even fit 11 people in a first-class segment of a plane. There's, oh, we'll talk about it. That means he's factoring in like four nannies. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Do the math on how many nannies they have. But yeah, as if the nannies, I'm sorry, as someone that was a nanny for a long time, um, we ain't riding first class. Yeah, Uh, by the The way. The family's in first class. You put them in first class, and then you go back and you sit in coach. All right, we got to pause this get back to this because we have to paint this entire story because I love this Alec Baldwin story today. Everything about yes. this Alec Baldwin story is like page <laughs> seven pig and shit. Such a used to go to the opera scenario. <laughs> he uh, absolutely he used, used to go, go to the, the opera. opera quote. He does a full used to go to the opera quote. All right, we'll get to it. But let's go back to this very rule heavy very regimented. I love too that she thinks you're going to exercise at one point. Oh during this yes, there's exercising. One night stay. It's worth reading the fine print at the bottom of the listing before trying to reserve your stay. It states that guests must be 21 or older and will be asked to sign a non-disclosure agreement and are subject to security screening before entering the property. There will be so no kids. There will be no kids. There will be no smoking. There will no be yeah, edibles only. And, uh, you know, and again, the meals and everything look great, but it just seems like they have a full plan for you and there's no ability to just relax. Not a second of relaxation. Oh, or, no, there's no, no fucking. No, no one's fucking at Martha Stewart's house. She probably has a no fuck clause in the contract. In the NDA that you're signing, I'm sure, like, no, like, that you're not allowed to, like, you know, expectorate. You're not allowed to. Any any juices coming out of you. Yeah. Martha not Stewart allowed. doesn't want your juices. No, it's like a booking.com promotion. So it's a it's a promotion where you can enter with the million masses to try to win a stay at her house for $11.23 because 11.23 is the date of Thanksgiving. And for that low, low price, you get to be bossed around by Martha Stewart for approximately for 23 hours. Day. I bet that you don't even like, you probably only see her in passing, like even if you get a glimpse or you don't get a glimpse of her at all, right? Oh yeah, that's the thing. It's like, oh, she's going to make you dinner. She ain't making us dinner. No, no, no. It, it actually, she, it is, but it is famous like, it's like very fancy. The meal will be prepared by James Beard, award-winning chef J- Thomas Joseph. And you know Ooh. he's an award-winning chef because he has two first names uh, <laughs> uh, for his first and last name. Executive Vice President Culinary, uh, ex- Executive Vice President Culinary of Martha Stewart Livening Omnipedia. 
I see. And this that's a meal title. that you allegedly eat with Martha Stewart, who will come out and eat brunch with you. Yes. I see. I see. You'll, you'll be eating brunch with her at her Maple Avenue house on the property. Uh, as yeah, which is her I feel set like like this Martha is Cooks. where you have sex with a ghost, though, right? Yes. There's a ghost living in this coop or something, right? That's going to attach to you, and then it's going to turn into like some sort of horror movie. Essentially, that would be a good. We we're always talking about how we need more Thanksgiving movies. I think that actually this would be a great Thanksgiving movie. Oh my god! And then like the ghost goes inside of Martha Stewart, but you have sex like beautiful, amazing. You make beautiful love to Martha Stewart, who's got a ghost inside of her because you're trying to help the spirit pass on. <laughs> Write it down. I think that this is a great idea. I think that we pitch it to Martha Stewart. We say, I mean, you already are a sex icon. Let's. Let's really, and then it's going to be like a Gozu kind of situation and be like a Sigourney Weaver kind of like ringmaster thing. More like Barfa Stewart, am I right? My favorite, <laughs> yes, you are right. My favorite no, is the line. No, you're not right. No, guess, I just give it to him. Even though she has something planned for you every second of the day, why do I still feel like I'd be bored to tears at this <laughs> Oh, it's going to be boring. Oh, it's going to be it boring. It just seems are not so sterile permitted. and... Yeah. They are not, you're not allowed to cook. That's my favorite part. Guests are not permitted not to prepare their own meals. All meals not are provided. So I love that she's just like, you do not fucking touch my kitchen. Get yeah. your, get your normal ass not hands my guest off reason. my kitchen. You can't even touch my guest kitchen. My no, guest man. house kitchen. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. But anyways. No, she's, she does not want, she does not want this to happen. I feel like that's the thing that's yes. great about this. Yes. She's just it's so clear. clearly oh, yeah. trying to limit Get her interaction with Get these dirty normals out of my property <laughs> as fast as possible. Sure. They can be here for less than 24 hours if they're on the best behavior. And oh, if they have yeah. anything in that background check, if they've even been divorced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Divorces are not welcome. to the house while they sleep in it. <laughs> <laughs> to get the germs off of my property. <laughs> bad. Anyway, all right, we got to talk about Alec Baldwin. Okay, okay. Yeah, we yes. must. It is the this fact is the very that best. they might have a reality show. I mean, more importantly, Eladia is trying to have a reality obviously, show right yeah. now. Obviously, obviously, it is not Alec Baldwin. I, I'm sure Alec Baldwin. If this go, which it has to go. Right, I think we're going to end up seeing this show. I think I everyone think it, oh, yeah. is intrigued. No question about it. And, and and I mean, this entire article—it's a collider article—and it is a—it is like a tragedy. It is absolutely devastating. He's just talking about how he can't work, he can't go anywhere because he's uh, got all these kids. No one wants to work the, with him because he killed a person. Here's the. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Five and then here's six. The, here's the used to go to the opera quote. When I got married, we would go to Cannes. We did different things together. I went to shoot Woody's movie, shooting Mission Impossible with Tom, and going to London with her. You know, we made our trips and had fun, but now we don't do very much of that. We decided to stay home with our kids. With somebody helping us, we bathe and dress the kids, have dinner, and put them to bed every night. Unless there's some huge obligation that we can't say no to. I love it. I love it. We used to do fun things. We used to have fun. No, there's also this one. Once we had five and then six and then seven kids. <laughs> it's like I can't go anywhere for any length of time. You know, in the old days, I'd jump on a plane and go to LA. Do a movie here or a few episodes of Will and Grace. I did for a while, you know, different things like that. It was easy to pick up and go. 
Now I need 12 plane tickets. You know, nannies, kids, my wife. They don't even have 11 seats in the business class section of the plane. Everything I do is filtered through the idea of my family. So jobs, jobs I don't take, jobs I take. This is very, uh, it keeps going. A famous, so producer said to me, a famous TV it. producer said to me, come to a series with me in Vancouver. And I was like, I'm not going to Vancouver for five months. It's not happening. So everything we did and the shows we have considered and pitches we've heard and even one or two pitches we've made about our family and that reality show is all so... We can stay home and work from home. Meanwhile, I'm cut desperate. to Anadia. I'm desperate to try to work from I'm home. I'm desperate to try to work from home. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Meanwhile, remember, Alaria, not that long ago, was like, leave my family alone. Leave my family alone. Yeah, yeah. But also, and just now like you're going to bring, like, cameras in there? Oh. Just like the real, I used to go to the opera video, which we found and played at the San Diego show. Every example of what his life was like before the kids is so Snobby. So so it's like, so he's like, funny. I used to go to Cannes. And I used London. to go to Mission Impossible set with Tom. With Tom. Yeah, like, I love the first name basis too with Tom. And Woody, by the way, shoot Woody's movies, Woody Allen, which is, it's just so crazy. He's so and, and snobby. He's but so, yeah, but he's, he's so, so but, sad. But it doesn't matter because he's, yeah, you, you can't even be upset because he's upset for you. He's so yeah. broken. <laughs> no, you're why right. Why did and he let this woman so make, like, broken. why did he and go <laughs> along with this? It's obvious he's so upset and he could have decided to be done by the third child. He's uh, uh, not anymore the, and will be buried in children. We won't be and able remember, to remember, as we learned, he won't get a vasectomy. So this is no. partly on him. Yes, Hugely, maybe fully on him. But um, also, Holden for a long time has been like, his life is ruined. And I've always been like, he's got so many nannies. He can tap in and out. <laughs> but this really clarifies it. He's yes. like, there is no escaping my children. Yeah. And, no, no, no. When mean, you have seven, unless you're Nick Cannon and you're just totally yeah, checked out. Physically which is out of the house. Not. That's why right. you sprinkle them around like Nick Cannon. That's yeah. how you do it. Because then there's not seven at one time all the time. And But I will say... I, as much as this is so sad, I do think that it's nice that he and Hilaria are like, we are the ones doing it. Like, even yeah. the, us, us and our three to four nannies. But like, yes. you know, he's yes. like, we are home putting them to bed. Like, we are reading the stories and stuff. And that is kind of nice. Could but you like, imagine being a 65-year-old with a one-year-old as the youngest of seven? 
Yeah. And the, what's the oldest? What did it say? It has ten. all the ages. 10 is the oldest. The oldest is 10. That's so, I mean, 10. You have a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, a 7-year-old, a 5-year-old, a 3-year-old, a 2-year-old, and a 1-year-old. Could you imagine having seven kids and three of them are currently 3, 2, and 1? 3, 2, and 1. That's that's the part you where you're going to die. fucking imagine, dude? Yeah. Yeah, as a, as a parent of a, you're gonna die. <laughs> as a parent of a four and a five year old, I can confirm <laughs> that it is really the three and under set that is trying to kill you. You know, but then so, you also have four other ya. kids. Yes, and 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 one and not one of them is in their like usually in this scenario, one of the at least one or two are in their twenties or something. Like in Gordon like, Ramsay's right. scenario, he's oh got God, a bunch of twenty. My Gordon Ramsay. I, you know what? All right, every time I follow, I, I love you know MJ and I are huge Food Network people. We're just we're huge. Like I think we're both big on the whole like restaurateur influencer because you follow Gordon Ramsay, right? MJ? Yeah. Yeah. I love his. I love his love. I love his family. Like, it is the, so the opposite of how I feel about Alec Baldwin's family. I feel about Gordon Ramsay's family because as someone that loves watching, oh my God, MasterChef Jr. Um, and right. watching He's got him, a soft side that's very got, appealing. And it seems like his kids love him. Like, yeah. it seems like they're, like, it seems like the family is actually really good. And his wife just gave birth to their sixth child, they got married 27 years ago. And yeah. man, I like they both look insane. I know that obviously if you've been that rich for that long, I know it's much easier to look that good. But like I saw the, just the picture of her with the newborn baby. I was like, no way she had another baby. Oh my God. I'm so happy for them. But then also, you've got Gordon and Tana are also parents to Megan Ramsey, 26, twins Holly and Jack Ramsey, 23. They've got a 22 year old and then they have a four year old. And yeah. now they've got, they're going to, yeah, they just had another is, one. This is a much rarer like family setup to, I feel like oftentimes you'll see. Um, you know, big age gaps if you have like a remarriage, right? Or you'll see mm-hmm. a big age gap if you've had like secondary infertility. You might have like a 10-year-old or 12-year-old by the time you have your second kid or third or whatever. But to have like fully, fully adult out of the house and then with the same person be like, you want to start over? Is like, I mean, I'm happy for them if that's what they want. Like, but I, it's, I, was, I was so fascinated reading this article to be like the same couple like raised three kids and then were like fully done. Like the oldest, the youngest one was 18 and then they had their fourth kid and now they're Wild. having another one, which is now just do, an amazing setup. I, I couldn't imagine making that decision personally, right? I'm trying, I know. Yeah, and I'm trying to see like just like I, I'm just looking this up real quickly, but what it seems, he received his first Michelin star in 1994 and his mm. second star in 1997. So I wonder if he did like his whole like moving his way up through the restaurateur world, had the first set of kids and then became, skyrocketed became like internationally renowned and television famous because his first miniseries, it seems, is in 1999 and then had a whole other life and now is starting over again, which that also makes sense. I will say, as I mean, my kids are only four and five and I I will say that it's like, I fi- I'm fi- I'm going through this real parent transition now, b- realizing like I don't actually have babies anymore. Like my kids are kids, and it's not like they're 
out on their own all the time, but it's just, it's just so different from how it is when they're really, really, really little. And I you used to go to the opera. You feel, make it really made me feel like the opera. No, right now. Not, no, it's the opposite. It's the opposite of I used to go to the opera. I, I keep feeling this like very, um, it's sad is not even the right word, but this like extremely intense, um, feeling of like, I'm not ever going to do that again. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's not even like, whew, it's like, it actually makes me really sad to be like, I'm not ever going to do that again. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's weird to be like, I can, so I can imagine having three kids when you are in the restaurant shit, never, probably never being at home. Right. And being an active father in a way, but then growing up and be like, maybe I can do this again and have it be a little different. Like I, could really imagine that in a way that I couldn't when I was really, really in the shit. Now I'm like, oh yeah, I, I totally understand why people have get their kids to be a little older and then are like, you know what? I'll ride that shoots and ladders shoot all the way back to the beginning because it's kind right. of devastating to think that you won't do it again, even though you're like also at the same time, like so relieved to not be in the baby shit, you know? I'll tell you what, anytime you feel that way, that intensely, come on out here to at least one to two days with Winnie and uh, that'll get it right out of you. Hang out with right you like, Oh I know. my God, I'm so happy. I have kid kids. I, know. I love my Winnie girl. It is intense though, man. You I know. Forget about how intense it is. It's like the you brain only think forgets. about those insanely sweet moments that happen all the time. I'm, I'm totally. not gonna lie. Like they happen all throughout the day now, which is much better. But no, yeah, totally. Yeah. Even spending but, time with Winnie in San Diego, I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe uh-huh. I don't I don't do this anymore. I don't yeah. have a two-year-old who it's I have to intense. like follow around at every yeah, con- who's like constant. constantly trying to hurt themselves. And <laughs> you know, like yeah. So so maybe Gordon Ramsay was like, let's just Give it another round, you know? Yeah, it's kind of kind of beautiful. But do you agree with their parenting style? Their parenting style is it's known for being very strict. Gordon Ramsay's very open with how much that like his kids are not getting it, an inheritance from him. Like he's like uh, offered them a 25% deposit on an apartment and that is what they <laughs> wow. get to start off. Wow. Um, his kids never rode in like first class and stuff. He's like, I'd specifically talk to, I'd ask the flight attendant, like make sure those fuckers stay back there and that they're not allowed up here. I work really hard to sit close to the pilot and they don't. And wow. like he makes it, their kids worked for all of their like allowance money and stuff like that. There's no cursing inside of the home because he says that that's industry language and that is like, that's kept at work and it's not done inside of our home. Whoa. There's no phones allowed in the bedrooms. Um, God, I'm the screens, opposite of this like, guy. So just like, very much like on top of <laughs> the kids. But at the same time, like I said, it seems like the family all really does love each other. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they get some perks. I They've got, I mean, obviously, like they never have to, like they're never going to have parents that are going to worry about how to pay bills. Yeah. They're never the going to, you know, right. they're never going to, you know, that that takes a, a lot of stressors off of a family if you don't have to worry right. about money, you know? I so, think that's right. Like, I think that the, I actually do, I feel like, were we just talking about another famous person who was like, I'm not going to give my kids any money. And like, I understand the instinct there. Like, in general, I don't think that you should like approach your kids like a boss, you know? But like, I do think, that if you were rich and you like, I, I mean, it would be really scary to be like, I'm raising really rich children. Like, actually, that's kind of terrifying. But isn't you know? that like part of being rich is that like you get so rich that you learn how to maintain being rich. So that is something that like, it's got to be difficult if you've made something like that, that you've built 
so much to give it to someone and be like, don't fuck up everything that I built for you. Like, I imagine that there is probably a point of that because, like, the rich know how to stay rich. This is what I read about. Well, that's the other thing with Alec Baldwin. He kept being like, I need money. I can't work. (laughs) And I'm like, buddy, how do you not have, when you get to be that rich, your money just makes money for you. You know, you just have somebody who invests your money and you make money off your money. It's because these these morons elevate their cost of living to such an absurd degree and uh-huh. then refuse to go back on that elevation of cost of living and get themselves into these holes. And so it's uh-huh. insane to me because maybe I would end up buying um, a multi-million dollar mansion home, but I always think about it in my head. I'm like, I don't want to live in a space that big just like me and Lexi and Winnie like I don't want to live in a like the Beyonce Jay-Z mansion right like I don't want and also right. I don't think I want staff you know no I don't want staff I don't want staff. and also I, I don't want my, my kids go into the stuff. schools where rich kids go those mm. kids get all you know yeah not, if, you, if your kids go to rich kids they school then you know bars course, and they rap. what works for you yeah but right I, I, it, a lot of I scary stuff happens to rich kids yeah. I know what happens yes. at these places yeah we, yeah man I'm like if I was rich I would just it's not like I'm saving all the money I want I'm gonna buy nice things and have a nice house and have nice clothes but I'm like I'm sending the kids to public school I'm not trying to send them to where all those terrifying kids go and I'll have a nice house but it's not gonna be that big because it, I can't no I don't need that I mean you know, I need my in-house movie theater, I guess, and like my stream giant <laughs> stream studio, and like a billiard game bar yes, room of course. With, with like an arcade, smokehouse for my a smoke meets. room, yeah. and a secret creepy room with the dolls in it behind of, my bed, obviously, and yes, all that kind Zach of stuff. Yeah. But you know, besides that, yeah, but I don't know. I just I um I of course know how I I would do it so much better than all these rich people, right? Don't we all? Yeah, don't we yeah. all? We would never become insufferable. Yeah, yeah. We would be nice. No, oh, we're yeah. gonna be good. We're gonna be so good at it someday. Yeah. But that is, I've, I've thought about that a lot because a lot of people get to the point where you're just like, you sh- you should be fine. You could just like retire right now. It's like it's not like that, dude. They gotta they gotta keep you know they gotta keep well, all Alex the stuff Baldwin going. Is- 65 and trying to like get a job and he can't work because he has too many kids. I, you know, it's that's a scary situation to be I in. I need this reality show to happen. We need that for the show, like just for the yes, podcast. Our need. show needs this. I need oh this show God. to happen because it sounds like such a desperate act, which means he's already gonna have his back against the wall the whole time. I mean, it's like, yeah, I, I feel like I would this, uh, you can make a movie out of this situation. The problem is, I don't want to give him any money. Like, it's exp- like right now, I I just feel like he's got to like he's work ju- on something. It doesn't even matter, that, uh, man. He's so broken. The, the manslaughter charges. Yeah, you know, like I just feel coming like back. that like they're like, but we're on this reality Dude, show. It's like gonna I just, be like during all of that. Like, um, it's just part of me. It, it'll be a mess. It wants to cringe. Imagine, st- to, to a imagine starting a reality show sleep. when you are still facing potential criminal charges. Yeah. Like that would be so wild. Stressful. That's how desperate he is. This is the worst time ever to bring cameras into your home and have constant footage of you when you're in the middle of like this litigation shit. This is the horrible time to do that. And he's still heavily considering it. And you know his wife, who is so fucking fame hungry and attention hungry, wants it so bad because she needs the world to see her as this super mom. And instead we all look at her as a crazy person. Yes. It's just the best. I just, I love it. And I I think it's great. I think you should definitely do it. Alec, if you're listening, do it. Hilaria, do it. (laughs) Fucking do it. If you're one of the kids listening, um, 
piss on their pillows tonight. Do it while they're in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, the 10-year-old, I'm sure. Maybe the 7-year-old is listening. There you go. Maybe the 7. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything? Well, I, f- before we get into the celebrity conspiracy, I just want to congratulate Jackie for finally getting her Garfield movie. I know you've really been waiting a long mm. time for this. And mm. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why are you doing this to it me? It's so just, bad. I just, it maybe so they bad. can't do it. Maybe you just give up on trying to make a Garfield movie. I think that it's time. I think that, like, I, I don't, <laughs> in, until we have, like, what Seth Rogen did with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. I need someone that loves Garfield as much as I love Garfield to have the money and have the sway to make that movie for yes. Garfield. I, I, I I don't know who's out there with this money and can do it, but it is not this Chris Pratt monstrosity of whatever. Why are they make it all like kooky cocky, kooky cocky, but then he's just a cat. <laughs> like, I, I hate this. It's, I hate it. It's, I'm it's, so it's, mad about it's this. A tro- it's like a Trolls movie <laughs> level cash grab, you know? Like, it's such a clear, cynical so mad trying to it. just get like that Super Mario Bros. movie money kind of coming in. Yes. Um, and that, you know, even though I did read Garfield as a kid, it still isn't like kids' movie shit. You know what I mean? It's not right. No, they shouldn't. They should make it more for adults than for kids. Like yes. it should be. Yeah, is what would be great about it if they found that balance at least. Whereas this is just from beginning to end like an annoying saturin. You know, like a Trolls movie, which I'm like fearing, fearful of having to experience Trolls movies. Because like, I'm hoping with that me. franchise is dead by the time Winnie gets to the point no, where she would want to watch No, she's going to love Trolls. I fucking hate so it. so soon. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. And they all look so annoying. And it just seems like every inch of those movies are obnoxious. Are going what are MJ, are they horrible? Have you had to watch them? I, I don't know how it happened, but we somehow I have not seen any... Um, Minions movies or Trolls wow, movies. lucky you! We, we've been purely in the really in the Frozen universe, but the the broader Disney universe. You know, we love Encanto, Frozen, lucky um, you, and Moana, and those are all really good movies. Those are great. So movies. it's like it's fine. I will yeah. say, go with me on this kind of idea. Like, I love as someone that grew up and was obsessed with Garfield for most of my upbringing. I think that like there's something in the whole Garfield without Garfield thing. Uh, like I think that like going into the world of like also making mention of the fact of like how sad John Arbuckle's yes. life is like yes. just a little totally. bit of just more of like the loneliness and like and the desperation, but then also having the juxta like make it like a dark comedy. You know, like yeah, I think that, sad. Like, they should make it a sad adult Garfield, like yeah, almost like sure. yeah, like Bo is afraid, but with Garfield. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that there's something in that. That could be done. And if you've got that money, hit me up. There you go. Page7podcast at gmail.com. Let's make this movie happen. Ugh, I'm with you, but I'm also realizing it's time for you to hit me with a share. Do you believe it? Is Jamie Foxx a clone too? Tattoo. Wait, what? <laughs> That's <was laughs> my fun title for it. And then you guys go, whoa, let's try whoa, that again. Okay. Let's try that again. Really bring anything to this. <laughs> bring anything. Bring less than, or bring more than zero to the reaction. <laughs> Will be an improvement. So even if it is that lackluster shitty thing you just did. Okay. That'll stop. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, all right, we'll take a round two. Hit us, hit, hit us right. again. <clears throat> hit me with a share. Do you believe it? 
Jamie, is Jamie Foxx a clone too? Tattoo. Oh. What? 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 This one comes in from Laura, who writes, "Yes, that was uh, that was. I'll I'll tell you what, you kept it a hundred. All right, great. All right, yeah, hell yeah. We either give zero or a hundred. Oh yes. This one comes in from Laura, who writes, "Gang, I've always wanted the prestige and honor of having a conspiracy theory read on one of my favorite podcasts, but I never felt worthy until today. Hell yes. I was thinking a lot about this after the recent rumors swirling around Kanye West being a clone." I think you read this conspiracy theory on a previous episode. One of the strangest things about the theory is is it not just it's not just the height difference or the weird ear, but the con- that Kanye's tattoos seem to have disappeared. This led me down the rabbit hole of Jamie Foxx and his mysterious illness. We all thought he was on death's door with rumors circulating he wasn't going to make it. But then he casually walks back in the spotlight like nothing happened. Did he make a full recovery? Probably. Or did Jamie Foxx actually die and was swapped out with a clone? Oh, do you need evidence? Well, here you go, fuckers. Jamie Foxx got this this tribal tattoo on the back of his head for his 40th birthday. I remember thinking it was strange, but it was pretty sizable and very noticeable because he keeps his hair short in the back. I think you know where I'm going with this. Guess what this new Jamie Foxx is missing? Yep, no tattoo. Wow. Not only is there Whoa. no tattoo, but there's no evidence there was ever a tattoo there, and he never mentioned that he got the tattoo removed. No scarring, nothing. Isn't that fucking weird? Yes, it is. So this leads me to an even bigger conclusion. Are celebrities and musicians covering their faces and bodies with tattoos as a way to ensure they cannot be easily swapped for clones? Ooh, I like I would that. Attach, I would attach TikToks and articles about the Jamie Foxx tattoo disappearance, but I'm basically a fucking boomer and I'm in a hotel with shitty internet, but it's really easy to find. Anyway, keep an eye on Post Malone and Lil Wayne looking like a Doodle Bear might be the only thing keeping your clones in the cryo chamber for Ooh, love now. Love the Doodle Bear rep. Hell yes. Do you believe? Love y'all, Laura. And Jackie is currently practicing this thing. I was saying in 2025, it seems like the Jackie fashion is going to be tattoo you. She is just getting tattoo after tattoo these tattoo, days. Tattoo, yeah. I thought you were talking about like the group tattoo at first. Uh-huh. And I didn't understand. I thought it was like, so J.B. Fox was cloned and then put into the band tattoo. That'd be cool. Everyone is um, saying the word tattoo too much. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's too much. <laughs> I've lost it. <laughs> That's too, too much. much. That's too much. Um, especially with the fact that Jamie Foxx had three movies out this year. I can't agree with this celebrity conspiracy more. I think that he definitely, because it, it was, like, he was on death's door, and then he came out, and everyone was talking about him being a clone when he, like, put out the video of him, yeah, like, giving a health update. Because we talked about that. Because at the same time, people also, I think we were also saying, well, after you've just undergone, like, you've been in the hospital for months, yeah, right. you're going to look different. Right. Right. But maybe but the I, tattoo. I, I yes. think that like, but then they're just like cranking out all this work right now, yeah. man. They're cranking out all this work, and you know who cranks out that kind of work? A clone. Clone. A clone. Yeah, a clone yeah this is because I do remember talking about it when he made this video, and he made, in fact, in the video, I think, if I remember correctly, wasn't he like, "I'm not a clone"? 
And I'm, I'm fairly sure, yes. <laughs> I think he had to weird. address the clone rumors. It's weird in his to video. just say that. Yeah, it's that's weird the thing. To just that is that something a clone would say is the problem. Yes. Oh, totally. So that's what's I'm hard. not a clone. That's something a clone would say. <laughs> so do you believe? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, go. I definitely believe. Thank yeah. you, Laura. You Thank got you, it Laura. In. You're you're not like and you're just like, I can't agree with you more. Thank you. All right, there you have it, Jackie. I think it's time for a little something you got in store for Oh, us. well, I think you guys got to sing to me first. Oh, oh who's, who's on, on the list? list? Jackie, Jackie gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. We're going back to last week's list, and that is roles that were almost played by way different actors, like Heath Ledger, who almost played the role of Spider-Man. He would have killed it. He would kill anything he did. Of course he would have, according to to his agent, Ledger was offered the role of Peter Parker in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, but Ledger felt the role was wrong for him and rejected it because he felt he would be taking away somebody else's dream job. Wow. So instead of watching Ledger swatting out the dumpster fire that was Spider-Man 3, we got his legendary Joker performance. Wow. Beautiful. Um, I was, I was like really obsessed with... Um, Oh God! Now I can't re- even remember his name. Well, what, what's that Spider-Man? So Sam, obsessed with him, Sam Raimi. Yeah, Spider-Man. I'm obsessed with him. I can't remember. I'm so obsessed with him that it was 25 <laughs> years ago, and I can't remember his damn name. Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. Yeah, Toby. Toby oh, I was fucking Guire. I was so attracted to Toby McGuire and Spider-Man. Oh yeah. I watched that Spider-Man a lot, but I yeah. mo- mostly watched it for the upside down kiss, and now uh, I still do my Spider-Man kisses. Beautiful. Sometimes I try to do upside down kiss, and it always works, and it's never awkward. <laughs> Did you know that James Cameron originally based the Terminator on Lance Henriksen? Cameron had a fever dream about a robotic assassin rising from a fire, and that dream inspired him to create the Terminator as a vehicle for Henriksen. He abruptly changed his mind after having having a lunch with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Henriksen did appear as a police officer killed by Arnie's Terminator. So there's that. So he got that day raid in there. Dude. Oh, man. Speaking of Arnold Schwarzenegger, over the weekend, I watched Jingle All the Way with the kids. Yeah. Wow, the you time. are really Damn, you're getting Christmas in there. Already, I'm getting you? in there. Listen. Damn, you watch. Also, if you're about to besmirch Jingle All the Way, I'm going to I I'm yeah, going to rip out. your fucking no, face off. Flip I, I, we all enjoyed it quite a lot, but it is, again, okay. one of those experiences where you watch something, especially with kids, and you watch it, and it's made in a different time. And there are so many letter bomb jokes in Jingle All the Way. Just an entire premise based on letter bombs, like you oh, know, yeah. Uni- oh yeah, like the Unabomber. Yeah, and, oh yeah. Uh, the kids kept being like, y- you know, why are they talking about bombs? And I was like, well, in the '90s, we thought different things were funny, and we thought that there was a. And then I was like, am I gonna explain the Unabomber to them? No, but it was, you know, they're not used to that <laughs> level of violence. The <laughs> Just give them the last podcast left episode. <laughs> yeah, they'll learn so much. Let them learn. It's time. I'm like five years old and you don't know about the Unabomber? What are your parents teaching you? I completely understand. But at this, and also the whole, there's many a side plot of Jingle All the Way that is weird and kind of, and uncomfortable. Very. But you can't, you can't talk bad about Phil Hartman or Sinbad. They are still amazing in the movie. It's a great movie. I really enjoyed it. But yes, it is. There's a lot... 
that uh, is difficult to explain to kids, like why, yeah. what's going on with Phil Hartman and the mom. And like what cheating is. Have you ever explained to them what cheating is? No, they're still learning like what love, what romantic, they don't really understand romantic love. So I don't think- So they, they don't know understand. about heartbreak yet? I can't wait for you to teach that. I want, will you tell me when you teach them about heartbreak? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll well, FaceTime you, can at least you ex- Thank At you. least yeah, you please. can explain to them, like right now you're dating yourself. So yeah. eventually, get to know you. Yeah, you're you're yeah. dating you right now. You know what I mean? It's yeah. beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> Lucille Ball tried out for Scarlet in Gone with the Wind. Hmm. Before her groundbreaking years in I Love Lucy, a relatively unknown Ball auditioned for Scarlett O'Hara. The role went instead to Vivian Lee, and it netted her an Oscar. Ball later conceded that she was probably not cut out for the part. It's a shame because a dose of Vegemitamin just might have cured some of Scarlet's ills. <laughs> Cracked. You're so crazy. <laughs> but this, you know, this I could definitely see. But at the same time, Alan Rickman was just so perfect. It's hard to change my thought. Tim Roth was the first choice for Severus Snape. It's hard to picture anyone but Alan Rickman, I get this cracked, portraying Snape, but he wasn't the original choice. Roth was offered the role and even tried to juggle his schedule so he could oh, shoot no. Sorcerer's Stone and Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes it's at the same always time. such a worse movie that, that they end up chose. doing. Yeah. And every t- one of these anecdotes, it's never another other good movie. It's always a giant, notorious bomb that Tim they ended up Burton's doing instead. I'll also say this. Tim, again, I will say what I said earlier for Heath Ledger. Tim Roth though would have killed it he would have done oh yeah he, he, i'm sure he would have. he's Tim, it's tim roth i mean he would have been amazing usually you're like yeah, like the lucille ball one even you know you're like what but yeah. like yeah he would have but it's oh why is it always like that it's life is such a fucker dude yeah man it's never like but he was in this other good movie instead it's always a tim play, Timbers play the apes. Is such a bomb oh <laughs> man now they were probably doing very different things but this is surprising to me the fact that they were offered the role, Chris Rock and Danny DeVito were offered the role of George Costanza. So it's crazy to me. It's like, yeah, sure, anyone could audition for stuff. But the fact that they were both offered the role. Jason Alexander says that while many actors auditioned for George, Rock and DeVito were both offered the role. He suspects that they were probably too big at the time to take supporting roles in such a new show. I I find Rock to be an odd fit for this. Obviously, I think anyone would say that. DeVito a little more so, but yeah, this is different. I don't think either of them would kill it. I don't think they would have killed. No, it. I think, but I so, but it. I'm just surprised that both of them were offered and both of them turned it down. But I guess, yeah, they were huge at right. the time. They were way I too mean, famous at the time. Think about this era in stand-up comedy sitcoms. Like mm-hmm. there were a million of these, and. Most of them were awful and didn't last more than a few episodes. Right. That's probably, you know, this is the era of the comedy boom before the bust when everybody was getting these development deals. Yes. And most of them went nowhere, you know. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to do last but not least, uh, just because I am so obsessed with her, Natasha Leone passed on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ooh. During her slums of Beverly wow. Hills breakthrough years, Leone was offered many roles that didn't interest her. One of them was Buffy, which she turned down because she didn't like the vampire part of the show and because she wasn't interested in doing TV at the time. And that breaks my heart. I want to see Natasha Leone as a vampire. Yeah. It, would be a, it would be a totally different show. I know Buffy is not the vampire, but you know what I mean. Like, I just, I want to see her just, I mean, I just want to 
her to be a vampire and then right. I kiss her. And then it's kind of funny too. Her. There was just a Reddit thread of like of actors who like were made to play certain roles, and Sarah Michelle Gellar was one of the pictures for Buffy, and it is so true. Oh so yeah, I couldn't. It would have been such a different vibe, such a different show, and Sarah Michelle Gellar like is Buffy. Yes, uh-huh. like she just nails that. Has that perfect balance of like blonde cheerleader meets fucking badass you know she's got that great mix in her in her you know in her whereas Natasha Leona is all badass yes there's no right. cheerleader right right you right. know and even though but I'm a cheerleader I know you know but, but, <laughs> <laughs> I know that but oh, wait, I guess no, I'm sorry I am gonna throw one more in there but just because droogies make me think of you Holden uh, the yeah. droogs in A Clockwork Orange were nearly That's the Rolling amazing. Stones god they would have been awful not only did <laughs> Jagger campaign to be the main ultra violent thug in Stanley Kubrick's masterpiece but he also managed to convince the film's original director that the rest of his bandmates should come along for the ride Unfortunately, the producer dropped out and the movie was recast. A film's original director, too, so I don't know if that must have not been Kubrick. I mean, Kubrick never would have gone along with that. No, no. They are not actors. I mean, if you've seen them do anything, it's just, they're, you know, I mean, they're such true blue rock and roll musicians. Like, oh, yeah. that's that's what they're made for. Oh, yeah. I was talking yeah, about that. Yeah, I would feel like a guest star in a sitcom. You know, it would really take you out of the moment if it was the Rolling Stones. Yeah, I was talking about, uh, th- I use them as an example of, there's all this, like, raw footage of them at the height of their fame, like, hanging out in, like, a, a hotel room. And it's clear from that footage that actually they would be incredibly boring people to hang out with. And that's kind of the rock and roll musician. You think they'd be like amazing hangs, right? But they're just doofy. All they they just play they music. They just think and about sing. music. They just they that's just all they that's music. where they're in their natural element element. When they're on stage performing. When they're off stage, they're pretty whatever. So anyway, well, but you also uh, you know you, you think about that. You kind of have to be that obsessed with music if yeah. you're that large of of rock stars. Oh yeah, that all you do is is your music. Yeah, you got to be made for the stage. Uh, and boring offstage and dumb and stupid and annoying. Yeah, but like hot <laughs> and kissable. All right, let's go. We got to get this in because I can't see. Oh, no. I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Oh, we, we can't, can't see them. This designer was less than impressed with the package of this at the time, A-list singer who then became an A-list actor. So computers were used on the photos to make him look more endowed. They knew the product would sell better that way. They made his cock look bigger. <laughs> so the designer Calvin is- Calvin Klein? Yeah, wow, I was gonna say, the designer's like an underwear designer. What about the guy? I hate his schedule. Uh, oh, um, you were just talking about Wahlberg. This. Yes, Mark Wahlberg and the Calvin Klein ads back in the I'm got like the '90s or whatever. When Whoa, he was Marky they had to Mark make his cock bigger. Funky bunch, yeah. They had to make his cock bigger, which makes sense to me that he has a tiny dick because he's so regimented, and only miserable tiny penis people are that regimented. Is that is that what they say? And that's why I'm not regimented because I got a hog, right, <laughs> ladies with and your gents. Hogs. Uh oh. <laughs> Oh, it's my dick. Put the hog. I don't know. Give the hog <laughs> some slop, I guess. <laughs> oh it looks hungry. God. Give it some truffles over here. <laughs> All right. You ain't got no truffle pig. <laughs> don't you know you got a pot belly? All right, please. Come on, I'm working on it. Uh, all right, next up. You can hear the screams from miles away when this A-list, mostly movie actress who sometimes directs 
discovered her long, long time passion project about an ancient ruler was being given to someone decades younger. She's got a lot of kids. She's Angelina Jolie. Yes. Man, I got to work on my hints. <laughs> the, what do you think the movie is? What's the most like eye rolly like project that a person with a giant ego would would be like, I'm the person who will play this role of Cleopatra. This. Yes. Wow, Whoa. really? Yeah. Jackie. Oh, oh my god. And who do you think this would be offered to some the like a super it girl actor in Hollywood right now that would totally be given this over Angelina Jolie at this point? Like who would be given it? Yeah. Thing for the act, it. the role of the, for the role of Cleopatra, not the director. Yeah, much role, right? younger, way more of an it girl right now, it lady in Hollywood. Right I now. remember. Right. I thought I remember reading that Gal Gadot was in talks. No, not Gal. Well, even if she was, her fucking stock has gone way, yes, down, way down, way down since Wonder Woman. Like I've never seen. It's kind of amazing how much an an actor's stock can go down like that. Is like, it Lady Gaga? No, thank God. That would actually make sense. No. This person, we it's like a one word name. We I don't even know her last name. Does she have Zendaya? Yes. Ah! Well, does that make sense? It makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, right? And I bet Angelina <laughs> Jolie would be pissed. Man, I just saw this like the cutest little video of like Zendaya and Tom Holland both like signing, signing posters, the posters. those the posters together, and yeah. they're both just like looking at each other, they, like, "Oh my god!" They I genuinely love their seem love. like they are, really, yeah, love in love, love and a couple. I, I love, love their, their love. love. Coming straight home to me. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, we only talked about it for a little bit. I, thought, I think we did a good job. So I got the picture of Jason Kelsey. Emails in up, your ass. No, <laughs> no. Unless you've got big money and you want that Garfield movie to get made, page seven podcast at gmail. Yeah, send us money for the Garfield movie. No, no, we'll be producers together. No, no, no. yeah, but just give us money for the Garfield movie. Yeah, or you're an idiot. Yeah, I get. I mean, I, you, you're not going to get anything unless you ask. <laughs> That's and this true. is us asking. Oh uh, yeah, but you probably shouldn't call the person you're asking for an idiot. Well, I didn't call them an idiot. Right. You called them an idiot. So Holden will cut Holden out of the deal. I'm out of the deal yeah. now, but give Jackie money for the Garfield movie or you're a fucking stupid. Idiot. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, I put this one in it's just so that we could ogle the photos from the event, which I will be putting into the Zoom chat in just a second once you get the answer. While at a recent event, this pint-sized actor wore the worst hairpiece he has ever worn. It was next level. And he fucks fish. Oh, <laughs> no. Well, you know, at least at least it's an easy one. Uh, this was, well, who is it? It's Tom. It's Tom Tom. Tom Cruise at Scientology. I flew to do a movie with Tom. And Tom Cruise uh, at, at the Scientology Patrons Ooh, Ball. And there are photos. Yeah. Look at the food from this. Just click continue reading when the pop up happens. It's weird to look at po- photos from a Scientology event always. And this one is no different. Um, and look at the food offerings. They seem disturbing at best and all very aquatic themed, of course, because it's Scientology. Oh, and- oh my because he fucks fish. Because Tom Cruise fucks fish. Yeah, Ooh, what do you really what do you doesn't get, look very good? What are you getting from the this, food MJ? Does not look good. Yeah. Uh this are this, this Ew, is a, the mushroom. This is yeah, wild. the mushroom looks awful. It's so gross. This is a substack that you sent us. Oh, Tom really? Cruise goes black tie for Scientology at Patrons Ball in England, and it's just a series of photo close-up photographs of the food, and it looks awful. Yeah. 
absolutely inedible. Yeah, it looks real <laughs> rough. This, the, there's a lot of like, there's one dish that's just a bunch of seashells on a plate <laughs> with like a, like it looks like a gravy over the shells. I guess there's caviar there and a big, what I think they're trying to go for like a pearl look, whatever that glob of white cum. Thing. But then there's like a I don't piece even know what of, I can like, eat. I'm going to guess it's a filet mignon, but like at the same time, there's just a tomato that's like not blistered yet. It's just like kind of like a flattened tomato. There's like a, a broccoli stalk with a little bit tomato. of edible broccoli at the tip of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. This it is looks rough. really weird and bad. And then the mushroom looks like a tiny penis head covered in dirt. But I think it's supposed to be a dessert? Man, this, this, I can't believe a... why have that much money if you're not going to have good food. Honestly, it's the only, it's the main. That's the thing, only thing. The main reason to be rich is to just have it's, really good food all the time. It's so annoying. It's like they go so far into the rich direction that it just, that they can't eat it, anything. It yeah. becomes terrible. Right. Yeah, they get so fancy, it becomes too fancy because they're like, no, we don't eat like the normals. You know what I mean? But also. Check out that dome. What are we saying? Are we rocking a head hairpiece there, oh, Tom? Oh yeah, Cruise? that's that's a that's that's this is an insane hairpiece. I'm really bad <laughs> at identifying a toupee. Like I feel like oftentimes the people would be like, "Oh, it's obviously a toupee," and I wouldn't have like flagged this. But now that I'm looking at it, like, is that a toupee? It is. By the way, if you want, yeah, it, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. If you want to look up these pictures, look up Tom Cruise Patrons Ball. That's all you need to look up, and you can see the pictures of him and in these, uh, in this uh, fairly obvious toupee. It's kind of he's got kind of like a look going on, like he's like a teenage boy who just put a sweatshirt on, you know, and his hair's all messed up. Yes, um, it's must. But- yeah, it's must, but not in a way that looks purposeful. It looks accidental. Yeah, that's what the paste is for. And then right? the decorum the is so <laughs> like, get what's a very rich, creepy cult? What would they want? Look at how long their lighting to be. You know I what? Know. I, I'm going to say it here for hot take, Jackie Zabrowski. I hate a long, thin, crispy breadstick. <laughs> the ones that are covered in the sesame seeds. <laughs> fuck off. If you're gonna give me a breadstick, I want a real really? one, an Olive Garden ass breadstick. I want like a garlic oh, breadstick. Man, you e- eagle-eyed this. Bre- I was like, where are there even breadsticks on the table? Yeah, the table place setting. On the table, in the middle of the place setting, are the long breadsticks. Oh, those. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> you did. They're different. Seas- they're different purposes, Jackie. An Olive Garden breadstick is delicious. You're right, but that is. You know, it's yeah, a soft it's a bread. This is like you dip it. I mean, there's, there's no not a dips dip on the side. There's like nuts on the this table. Is, you know, you the, you eat these breadsticks with only your front four teeth. I, so, you're right. I, yeah, you just a little nibble will do ya. But it would be good with like a hummus. Sure, but there's but not. They don't have yeah, here. not a lick of a. All dip. they have is hummus. It's just this <laughs> fucking yucky fucking fish. No, up. that's what he puts on the shells. Yeah. So it reminds him. It's just like that's what he calls oysters. Uh, yeah, I feel like that was calls even, it his hummus. I feel like that big white blob wasn't on that shell um, initially, and Tom Cruise put that on the shell. If you well, know yeah. what I mean, <laughs> with his penis. The plate full of seashells. That one's is the real. real like, what are we even eating here? There's like the here. tiniest little dabbles of caviar. I, I don't. I, uh, I really don't a, a know sprig, what is food on this A plate. big is that ice cream? Is that butter? Like I what know, is that? Man. There's ice a melon on it. Balled, uh, yogurt. <sighs> is it a grape sliced with <laughs> or is it one of those? 
What? <laughs> or is it like a what gelatinous in the world? Because rich people they love gelatinous yeah. Why you know? why? And then the saddest pasta dish. This is pasta dish. If you were to describe sad noodles, I would say what this pasta dish <laughs> it looks like. And it's just got like... Yeah. yeah, it looks like the noodles have been crying. Yeah, they're just sad, and there's not a yeah. lot of them. I just don't understand how why rich people eat like this. It makes no sense. Yeah, and this surf and turf is like the saddest surf and turf I've ever seen. Just it's man, why I forever, really you know, when I'm when I go to a new city and I want to find out where I should eat, I always look up Anthony Bourdain. I feel like Anthony Bourdain always was like in doing a lot of like the hole in the wall places and that kind of stuff, where it's like where you go get like really fucking insane food in kind of the middle of nowhere kind of stuff because I don't want seashells on a plate with like a with a goop no. I don't want that yeah ever never ever no no well, anyways no I don't want it to yeah. cling clang I don't want it to cling clang <laughs> alright well anyway just like shut up shut up don't stop I can see again oh welcome back there you go a little multimedia blind items for you Gave oh you a little my website god there. and that was just so weird it linked to that I, I probably wouldn't have included it but it linked to that weird weird substack with the pictures the substack yes. real weird real so weird strange. Wow. It's worth looking. It yeah, really is worth looking. Um, everyone should Google it and decide if you want to. Yeah, so let us know. Page7podcast at gmail.com. And speaking of the <laughs> email address, thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of Page7podcast at gmail.com. That is not the name of the podcast, just <laughs> it's a long email podcast. address. My name is Jackie Swarowski. And I am the Empress of Thanksgiving. And next week, we're going to be having our watch along with Hoo-Hoo. Saving Christmas, we have not seen it yet, and uh, I, we're going to be watching it for the first time. I hear that it is atrocious, and thank you so much, guys, for writing in when we were asking about, what do we watch? What horrific? And if you've got other movies that you think that we should check out, email us at page7podcast at gmail.com, because we are going to be watching some stuff over the uh, holiday weeks as well. So I'm very excited about it. I'm excited to get mad at it. The film received a 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's difficult. Yeah. And it, by the way, I mean, they're <laughs> going to hate on it the whole time. So don't worry if you do hate the any of the politics behind this movie. They oh, will yeah, be, no, we will hate it just as much. And, and yes. just listen, and just listen yeah. to it. You don't have to watch the horrible movie. And it's free on Prime, right? So yeah. No well, financial support real, will be happening towards this Towards movie. Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Don't worry. In fact, in fact we're going to try to steal hard. some money from him if we can figure out <laughs> how to hack into his bank account. We're going to try to steal like like 20 bucks from him if we can do it. And you can follow me. <laughs> He couldn't oh. let his sister have the. He couldn't ha- let his sister have the have the Christmas no. movie game. You know, is Candace Cameron? Wow, that's I didn't even make that in. connection. Oh that. yeah, dude. Oh, that makes so much. Yeah. sense. Oh yeah. Oh, that makes so much sense. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm and come hang out with us on Thanksgiving morning, y'all. Thanksgiving morning, Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. 5.30 Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. Yes, we will be drinking Fireball coming out with us. And, of course, that week we pro- we won't be doing uh, Jacket with the Holdies because we're going to do the Macy's thing. But normally, you can also check Jackie and I out on Holdenator Show on Twitch um, on Fridays uh, for Jacket with the Holdies. Check us out this week on that. 
Uh, and again, just want to repeat it, page7podcast at gmail.com. Please send your conspiracy theories. They really make the show. Thank you so much. And, of course, uh, patreon.com forward slash page7podcast. We are lighting it up over there with content. It is such a fucking value add. We promise $5 a month gets you so much extra content. $10 a month, you get to join us for our Jersey Shore watch-alongs. And also for the $5, you, I am starting our new book next week, A Soul Great. to Keep. And I am excited We're for like a soul our... to come on, am I, I right? I think that that's what is going to happen. <laughs> I, think that, uh, I think that's going to happen at some point. So... Come join us, won't you? Uh, and MJ? My name is MJ, and I'm MJKL Cat on Instagram. All right, let's sing it. Happy Thanksgiving v- to you. The love is gone. No, not yet. Not the yet. The love is dead no, and gone. It's the shout-out song. It's the shout-out song. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote about. The love is gone. Gonna read them to you. The love is gone. Uh oh. Hello, it's the shout out lady, and she's here to say she's got some shout outs for you. Wow, very inventive, Jackie. You can send in your own shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. And again, if you just happen to be sitting on a bunch of money and you want to make this Garfield movie with me, also hit me up at page7podcast at gmail.com. We got a. Thanksgiving shout out. And oh my goodness gracious, this comes in from Allison. Allison says, you guys are awesome and I've got my whole staff listening and laughing. We groom dogs. So we ear you. So we use ear protection all day and I can tell when we're listening to page seven by us busting out laughing. I want to shout out my dog, Toasty. He's a rare breed dog called a Clumber Spaniel and my first grand champion show dog. His name is GC. H. Rainsways, the toast with the most, and his Insta and TT are at Clumbers for breakfast. That is C L U M B E R S for the number breakfast. Clumbers for breakfast. C L U M B E R S. You must follow this dog. I mean, I'm always down to follow a dog. Can I just say I just paused so that I could look up clumpers for breakfast and oh my God, toast, the toast with the most. I love you, Toasty, and I want to kiss you on your beautiful snout. Anyway, now I will continue. Allison says, what is my, oh, I got turkey mouth right now. Allison says, we're going to compete at the dog show that they show on Thanksgiving. And even though we might not make it to TV, I couldn't be prouder of my sweet boy. So big shout out to Toasty, whose nickname is Warmy. And shout out to everyone at LPN. Thanks for making our days funnier. We love you, Allison. And good luck, Toasty. Now, I also want to give a quick shout out to Sarah, who wrote in about a new Dear Zachary. Now, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm very excited to watch it. Sarah says, want to just weep for hours and completely derail your whole night? Watch Take Care of Maya on Netflix. I thought I was getting a good Munchausen by Proxy True Crime doc or a Damn the Man medical doc, and instead I have cried for an hour. Move over, dear Zachary. Thank you so much, Sarah, and I can't wait to check that out. And last but not least, we 
we've got a shout out going out to Marina. Marina says, I've been listening to the LPN for a while, starting with last podcast, then loved listening to Jackie on Roundtable. Oh, my God. So I finally started listening to page seven about a year ago. I just want to say that listening to you three talk is like being around some of my best friends. And I always end up laughing and excitedly running to tell others about things in the episodes. Also, the most recent episodes have made me so happy hearing Jackie rave about Thanksgiving. I used to love Thanksgiving, but over time, the family at the table became smaller and smaller due to family drama, split families, etc. And overall, the total vibe was a drag. Then my dad, aunt, and grandma all passed in 2021, and my grandpa last year in December. So I pretty much just hate the holidays now. But hearing Jackie get so excited for Thanksgiving has me getting excited, and for the first time in several years, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Also, this may be kind of weird, but Jackie's sense of humor and quips remind me of my grandma who passed. She always made me laugh so hard and I miss her so much. Laughing with you all makes life easier. So thank you all for being your awesome selves. Thank you, Jackie, for loving Thanksgiving and spreading your joy during a time when I could really use it. Hopefully I can see y'all next time you're all through Ohio. I would love that, Marina. Peace, love, and turkey to you, too. Oh, may your turkey be moist. May your gravy be lumpless. And oh, baby, may all of your casseroles be thick, but not too thick. You don't want to get into pud territory, even though I'm always down for pud territory. So much love to you goes out to you, Marina. And get your turkeys up. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh, my God. We'll be here next week with Saving Christmas. Wish us luck. Bye, guys. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.